Good afternoon, Jamie. Keith, we back. We are back. This is on time. We did not reschedule. Uh, Welcome to season seven, episode one, because having a one episode season is fantastic. It's kind of our thing. It is kind of our thing. Yeah. It's twice in a row now. So season eight will be in two weeks. (laughs) Uh, Well, two months, two months. But what's going on going on, man? Um, not a whole lot. I'm trying to think I broke my toe. I think I was, uh, injured in the line of dad. I would say what? Oh, a dad injury. Yeah. Yeah. Did you kick uh, your new balances? I, uh, I kicked the wooden leg of an ottoman trying to keep a balloon from touching the ground while playing with uh, my daughter. (laughs) And uh, I love that game. Yeah. You bet that balloon didn't touch the ground though, but I did dive over something and like, Tap it up. Oh, no, I was definitely just judged the distance wrong and just like threw my foot into it to like, I was going to kick it to keep it in the air. Just bam, just crushed my big toe on the wooden uh, wooden thing. So I'm limping around. Eden's been pretend limping. She's like, I broke my toe like dad. (laughs) How old is she? She's going to be three Three? in a month. Dang, man. Time flying. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to think beyond that though. Not a yeah. Ton besides of, breaking your toe and yeah. Besides that, not a ton of stuff is going on. That kind of set back my woodworking, which really bummed me out because I don't really want to. It's hard to balance and using hand tools without being able to like properly apply apply pressure to one of my feet. Yeah, it doesn't mm. sound fun. Mm. So that's a big bummer. But yeah, you know. how's the uh, how's the work going? Uh, work's going good. It's going how's, good. How's Spotify? <laughs> Spotify is fantastic. Um, got good songs here. Good songs. <laughs> you're growing. You're growing like gangbusters over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, still growing. We had our our summit, uh, which is our like internal conference kind of thing. It ends up being now that we don't we haven't been able to get in person for this, ended up being more mostly like a well produced movie that we all just had a watch party for for half a day. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they then, usually? Like have everybody fly out to somewhere. Yeah. Like they all historically. Yeah. They would have you go to, I'm, I don't know if they all went to the same spot. I'm pretty sure they did. I watched some videos from previous summits and it was basically WWDC, right? Like the speakers come out on stage and there's like, you know, music and it's a big, big area for it. And of course there's music cause it's Spotify. So it is Spotify. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so this was good. Uh, there was a performance by John legend as our like after show thing. I always wonder what those people like, what those uh, musicians like Slack, like the Slack conferences, who did they just get? I forgot some group, like some big group. And I'm like, man, how much are they paying these people for these musicians to be like, I'm not going <laughs> to sing for a corporate event. Yeah. I don't know. So John legend, you know, it was all remote. So he's at his house playing piano singing, and uh it was Krista good Tegan. obviously yeah. and our the whole event had a big like olive oil theme for weird historical emergency excuse things. me yeah yeah well you know we like to highlight merchants or whatever but there's a and our coo has like he loves history as a thing and so this, there's a big like history of olive oil and like how it impacts merchants and like it's like you know forever that it was like the most highly traded commodity. It was effectively currency. And, mm-hmm. um, 
but so it was, it was a very interesting thing to do. There's some crazy ass, um, um, olive oils I've seen at, um, have you ever been to Zingerman's in Ann Arbor? No, I have not. They have like the deli. It's like a famous national. I mean, it's not national, but it's just known nationally, mostly for their business practices and stuff. But, um, they have like $800 bottles of olive oil there. I was just about to brag about my $30 bottle of olive oil that I got every. So this, our thing followed like a merchant that does like they sell some olive oil, but they also sell, um, learn to cook pasta with like Italian grandma classes. Like that's what their business is. And, uh, but they, they sell olive oil from their olive orchard. Is it called an orchard? Olive Grove. They should call Um, it. Is the name of that, that show olive grandma? No, But, uh, okay. yeah, that's, okay. it's, what is it? Nona something rather, which just means grandma in Italian. But, uh, everybody got a bottle of that from this. So like everybody in Shopify got shipped one of these basically, which I was like, <laughs> dude, they just bought 12,000 bottles of olive oil off grandma. Like <laughs> dude, grandma <laughs> was, she's made was bank off this. Yeah. Well, she was yeah. also probably working. Yeah. Better squeeze that extra virgin of olive oil. Get that out of there. <laughs> But yeah, so that was uh, one thing we did. Uh, and then otherwise, I'm kind of preparing to transition to a different team and started a new project, um, which I can can talk rel- like locally about what I'm working on. I'm doing some uh, gr- GraphQL authorization stuff uh, hmm. and um, OAuth2 stuff. So On their like public API stuff? Uh, it wasn't public kind of, yeah, it's like, it's prepping an API to be public and figuring out like an ape that was previously not public. So it's like, all right, how do we go about do making they, sure we don't give away the keys to the castle with this whole thing? Do they give, um, is there an API, a GraphQL API? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is public knowledge, but like the, the Shopify stack <laughs> is like rails, GraphQL, and then like react and react native for yeah. that stuff. And it's like, that's just universally just whoosh, across the board. It's what we use. Are you guys using the Ruby GraphQL library or did you spin up your own? Uh, yeah, we use GraphQL Ruby. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think when I was working back at SquareMouth and I built our first GraphQL uh, implementation in like 2016, 2017, I, I'm pretty sure I was using some Shopify stuff there too. Like the batching stuff for mm-hmm. to make sure you're not doing like a ton of n plus one queries i want to say that's a shopify gem mm. or like it used to be a gem might be baked in now i don't even know but does shopify yeah. still have um they still um maintain active merchant i don't think so maybe active shipping. I, I, I can't active. imagine we do because i work in shipping and yeah. i'm pretty sure i just remember that as their, merchant. yeah <laughs> i just remember that as like their main gem back in the day yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So that's where I'm at doing some OAuth stuff. Everybody's favorite thing to do. Yes. Um, yes. So it's been interesting though to to dig back into that. Uh, thankfully, I had already done some of this work for a different application, also not related to the team that I'm on. I will have joined and been at Shopify in my entire tenure on my team. I've done no work for my team because I've constantly been loaned off to work on projects for other team. Yeah, yeah. 
like this, this is time. this is no exception. This one kind of starts with my team as a thing, but literally all of the changes I need to make revolve around another code base. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. I'm like, I made it the entire time and didn't work on any of our core business domain, um, which makes my yeah experience like somebody's like, how was your time with Shopify? And I'm like, unique. It's been <laughs> unique. Like most people do not have the same path, but yeah. Huh. So it's been it's been good though. Still trying to recruit people a little bit. That's the thing. Um, it's in our show notes. It's a, Oh yeah. I actually, I didn't put it in the show notes last time, it which is basically be. like DM me or something on Twitter and I will, will talk, but, uh, yeah. So that's, that's like a constant thing. And I think we had like an internal memo or like we were basically told like, it's important that we hire good people. So like everybody's sort of in charge of like sourcing and referring and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, um, a definite push to be like, take some time out of your week to go try to find candidates or whatever that are in your network, yeah. out of your network. Like, um, I would imagine, I would imagine because I mean, they have you know, how many developers there? I imagine that's probably the main source of their recruitment is just friends of other developers, other employees. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. doing a little bit of that too, but haven't done anything non Shopify related besides play video games. Lots of games came out, like too what many games. games. Huh? What games? Uh, so today, uh, which yesterday, because I changed the time zone on my Xbox so I could play it early, uh, Elden <laughs> Ring came out, which is a it's a action adventure game that like some of the story was written by George R. R. Martin. Hmm. And it's it's if you've ever heard of like Souls games or whatever, they're really hard. <laughs> they're difficult games that are like very punishing or whatever, but they're very popular. And uh, this this game is basically unanimously reviewed to be like a masterpiece, like one of the best, like it's probably game of the year um, from most media outlets. Like it has a 10 across the board from like tons and tons of things. So, hmm. yeah, that a little bit. Destiny 2 got another expansion um halo halo's rank reset so i have to go through my ranked placements and do all that grind again which is fine because i love it (laughs) um so yeah that's more or less where we're at there but so that's my free time stuff in the evenings i'm I'm glad i haven't found gotten back into gaming yeah it's a good time suck for sure i don't watch tv though so and you're never on twitter really well you're never posting stuff on twitter oh yeah i'm pretty much not on twitter either yeah How'd you just kick the habit, dude? I got to get rid of I this had stupid cigarette that is called Twitter. Yeah, I've had I mean, a good way to kick it is to just not go to Twitter. Okay. Keith, if it was that easy. Just modify your host file so that it sends you to like Wikipedia if you'd go to Twitter.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never go to Twitter.com. It's, it's always like I delete the app and the app comes back somehow. Yeah, you delete it from your phone, you, uh, on your Mac, you, like I said, you modify your host file so that you just can't. And then, yeah. I've been then using you, this new, uh, Pomodoro app called, called centered. Have you yeah. seen this? Heard this? No, I have not. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty well done. Um, a lot of this kind of the concepts that we had in chronic, um, but it, it has the ability to block sites and, Nice. Um, I used to use one called get focused that had yes, that ability. Like you I do automation and stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, uh, liking that app. It's, it's pretty good. It hooks into the focus mode stuff, which is pretty cool. So all your devices go on to 
focus mode when you start to flow. Nice. And then you can pull in tasks from, you know, I'm using Lanier a lot. So pulling in tasks from Lanier. I don't know what Lanier is. I'm working on this. Um, It's pretty sweet. It's a a web app um, that's kind of like a, a super... Nice GitHub issues, but has a lot more capabilities. Like mm. it's very keyboard centric. Um, yeah, it's just very, very nice, nicely done. Nice. Highly recommended if you're. Um, and then it can hook into GitHub and all those other things as well. So, so it's nice. I, I I spend so little time working in in areas where I'm like with other people for doing project management stuff because why else would I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, that I just bullet journal to do all my, my task management stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, I have completely not kept up on like, what is the cool new task management thing? Like, which used to be my jam. Like I would just bounce around from those things, trying stuff out and being like, I'm going to use GTD. Not that I ever did successively <laughs> and go down that route. But no, it's just, I just use a bullet journal. And I'm still in love with OmniFocus. That's my, that's my go-to. I've been toying with the idea of, um, creating like an Alfred, plugin for OmniFocus that's really well done. There used to be one um, and just doesn't work with the new OmniFocus. It hasn't worked for like a couple years. Mm. So I've been toying around with like creating that because I really want the ability just, you know. Just so you can jot stuff into your inbox? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. So I may do that. I may put it behind a paywall as well. I'm not sure. So Can you do that? Sure. You can just throw it in Gumroad. And just oh, say, hey, true. Yeah. The, okay. You know, gotcha. I'm all, the, I'm, I'm, I'm a DRM focused person, I guess. I'm like, how can you really prevent somebody from just like putting it online? Yeah. But well, if people the want truth to is you can't, you can't yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I told you about this. I got an email from somebody a couple of weeks ago that was like, Hey, we took your video uh, that's really popular on YouTube and we're putting it on this other thing, our other video platform. And we just want you to give us permission to do that. And I was like, no, that's a copyright violation. Like, just don't, you don't own it. I didn't tell you could do that. Tear it down. Like <laughs> was it you to me, it you wasn't you to me. No, it was like, yeah, they, I don't even I, remember. They, the they're name really notorious for doing that. Like I know like West boss. Uh, uh-huh. oh yeah. I can't even um, imagine what they're like. Dude, really they popular. take his whole courses. They just mm-hmm. take his whole courses, like his free JavaScript course. And they charge, they start charging for it. And it's like his course. I'm like, yeah, what? it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same voice throughout the entire thing. So like you wouldn't know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. as long as they just chop out where he says his name. Uh, <laughs> it's the whole thing. But yeah, it was, it was so wild to me. I was like, this guy's like trying to be genuine. Like I'm putting it on this like other platform. That's like, it's their own platform for like aggregating like tech stuff. And it's like, it'll give you more exposure to other people. And, yeah. you know? and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever, but no, like. I can't believe you asked me and didn't just do it. Like yeah, exactly. you're, you That's were already stealing it. Why did you tell me you were stealing it and want me to say otherwise? Yeah. So yeah, maybe to odd. cover his uh, tracks and hopefully you don't see the email or just ignore it or whatever. Oh man. When I was working at a cloud guru, we found a website that had like a ton of our courses on it. And then it had like an FAQ and it was like, is this legal? And they're like, yep, definitely legal. <laughs> I totally subscribe to the cloud guru. So I own the content that I'm allowed to watch there. I'm like, this guy has no idea. Like he thinks he's being like crafty oh or gosh. something. Like yeah. he doesn't actually understand that he's breaking the laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I own it because I watched it. Yeah, I, I, like an, I have a subscription, so I'm allowed to share this with everybody. 
don't know if Sorry. I need to show you this NFT, but I've got it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That was, so what are you working on? Or just what do you want to talk about in general? I taken my half um, of the episode, talked about my usual wood video uh, games whoa. programming. Hello. Woodworking. Excuse me. Um uh yeah, I've been uh I've been working on Tetsu slash Juve a lot. Um until recently, until the last couple of days. But um I'm I got uh, to a point. So what I'm doing is um you know, when I first started working on Juve, I just kind of like build up, kind of imagined what like I would need mm-hmm. from based on my experience of just building bots, you know? Yeah. And um, and that didn't really work out too well. So what I'm doing now, I, I did a lot of extra work that I didn't need to do. So what I'm doing now is as I'm building Tatsu, what does Tatsu need? I go and I, I switch over to Juve. I'm like, okay, it needs like this new type of route now. And so I start building that. Uh, and that's been much, much better. Um, of course, it's going to slow down development on Juve, but that's that's okay. I'm actually not probably going to release Juve until after I release Tatsu because it needs to be kind of uh, battle tested. Battle tested, you know? yeah. You got you to gotta make sure the rubber meets the road properly. Yeah, and... make sure the OTP meets the press. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've been working on that. Um, I got I added a new route. So I built a router in Juve, which is um, basically a lot of metaprogramming, a lot of macros to make some my own DSL. Nice. And uh, yeah, I thought I had it working very nice. Um, basically, um, I'll explain it, but you have like a platform um, macro so you can specify the platform because we'll, I'm going to eventually, yep, teams you know, and yeah, whatever. teams and so, and then underneath the platform, you have your routes and those are specific for that type of platform. So like Slack, I have a command route. So when they use a command, you can say when they type in this command, um, process that in this controller and this action. Wait, when you say you have a command route, is like command a function name? You know, is it like your get post, etc. that you would see in a Rails router? Um, so I'm trying to yeah. imagine what this visually looks like to define a route. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the 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 macro is called command. So okay. when you're in a platform of Slack you can add a command route. And what a command is in Slack is when you type like a slash command, like slash yeah. okay. start or something. And then you can, then it says go to as a two keyword. And right now I'm using the rails kind of, you know, string with the um, pound sign mm-hmm. in the middle to specify the controller in action. I think I'm probably going to change that and maybe use like Phoenix route type of stuff where it specifies the actual module action name but right now what you do is you specify that as a as a string so you say you know to the welcome controller start action or something and so that'll go through uh once the request is received um in your phoenix application it goes to the juve plug and the juve plug has it go through the router runs it through the router which the router um goes through a bunch of middleware and it'll verify the request is from Slack. It will um, make sure the route exists. Um, it'll create the controller and the action and call the controller an action. And then in the future, you can add your own, you're going to be able to add your own middleware. So you could 
do any pre-processing in your middleware. Nice. Um, so I got all that working, which is kind of the basis of Juve, right? It's like, how do you make Slack requests kind of work like a Phoenix application, mm-hmm. right? And so I got that all working um, a couple of weeks ago. And then um, I started creating a new, um, like an onboarding flow in Tatsu. Uh, it's actually a pretty cool onboarding flow. I've never seen a Slack app do this, but I have kind of like this comic um, <clears throat> flow. So it actually sends just an image and then it, it waits a little bit and then updates the image and then updates an image. So it kind of looks like it's a comic playing because oh, nice. Tetsu is going to be kind of like, um, eh, it's going to be inspired by kind of um, comic ish type of stuff. Um, I'm and not hundred so, percent sure what that means. Yeah, like, I know. I, I know I'm expecting, uh, is there like a wham, bam, or like you have panels oh, all wham, spread out bam. throughout? Yeah. More panels. More okay. Panel gotcha, gotcha. But I do like the wham, bam, wham, bam. All right. Um, so anyway, um, and then part of the, the onboarding is you're going to be able to actually run a standup meeting with just the bot. So you can kind of try it out without bugging like other people on your team. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, the onboarding is going to be really sweet. Um, but in order to do that, you know, there's some buttons that they have to press because I send back some forms. And so I needed to add an action route to my, to Juve. Um, an action is when you can click on a button or, you know, you submit something into Slack okay. and it goes back through. Um, so I added that. <clears throat> and I found out that my metaprogramming was off. Um not I as good as you working. thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, it's so hard to debug that. Stuff. Oh yeah, um, no, I, I avoid macros pretty heavily. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do too. But this I'm is not big brained like, enough. This for is that the stuff. use case. This is yeah, the use yeah. Case this is what it's for. It's for. This is for it's for exactly. Yeah. Um, but what I thought it was working because I only had one type of route, which was a command route, mm. and so when I would unquote um, that those routes, it would it returned me the last route. And I didn't know that. I thought it was just working because I only had one route. But as soon as I started adding two routes, I was like, oh, what happened to my other route? So, um, and that's where I've been kind of stuck uh, for past few days um, in terms of how to actually implement this. Wait, Um, so when you unquote your routes, it's like if you define a command and an action, it'll only ever return the action and your command disappears? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically, um, when you do a platform, macro mm-hmm. you know you platform the name of the macro and then a, a do block a content yeah. like, and then when i unquote that block it does go through it does routes. the thing but then it, it does return. the thing but that thing just returns the last route and so when it returns just the last route not the array of routes that i want it to return mm. um you know that doesn't that that doesn't work so does your uh, your platform macro, does that going to like into the block? Does it, are you going to have it yield like a process that has its own um, like functions that can then manipulate it? So when you do like command, it actually modifies the array behind exactly. the scenes. Well, when you do the command macro, it just returns a, a Juve route struct. Okay. Um, that um, just says it's a type of command and, you know, it's kind of like a um, abstract uh, struct over all types of routes. So it just kind of has, you know, what the type is and then 
any other options that it has. Mm, okay. And so the idea is a platform can have multiple routes, right? An array of routes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to explain over a podcast, but oh, yeah, it's not yeah, as yeah. easy as like, um, as doing that. Like you need to set the context of what the current route or what the current platform is mm-hmm. and then go and process all the routes. And when you add, when you create the routes in AST, you also need to create the AST to add that route to the platform, I think. So, um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's why I've been working. I've been researching some stuff and looking at how the Phoenix router does their things. Um, I don't really know. Is the Phoenix router like a process that manages the routes that exist? This is where I get so weird about thinking about these things. Because in my mind, I'm like, it's OTP land. I make processes, baby. And uh, (laughs) that's what I imagine I'm (laughs) supposed to do. You take a a long drag (laughs) off your cigarette. Welcome to OTP land. Um, no, actually, I don't think there is any OTP stuff inside Phoenix at all. All okay. the Phoenix router stuff is just a, a compile time macro. Gotcha. Yeah. See, this mm-hmm. is where I would design this the wrong way and it would just be super stateful. It would be like, yeah, baby, there's the router process. It has its own state. We manipulate that state because it's allowed. It's a process. Well, plug, uh, plug does a lot of that. Okay. So cowboy and plug. Um, you know, they're the OTP land stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's every where request be. that comes in is in, you know, a process and stuff. Uh, okay. And so the only thing Phoenix does is kind of just, um, have its own wrapper around, uh, the f- plugged out router module. Okay. I was going to do a whole tweet storm about, um, the plug stuff. Cause I learned a lot about plug. It's actually really, really freaking neat. Oh yeah. Um, no, every time I look into anything in a, like that came like Elixir land or like Erlang and the land, I go, who thought of this? Dude, it's like, so how did they, they're wrap their mind around this stuff. And then yeah. you do it for a little bit and you're like, this is genius. Why did I ever do any of that? object oriented crap? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mutable state sucks, dude. It sucks. <laughs> so yeah, I've been working on that. Um, that's kind of where I'm stuck at. Um, Right now, my goal, so I, you know, like I talked about last time, I had all these kind of mapped out and I realized that um, I need to give myself some more space with, with Juve or with Tetsu. So especially now because I'm working on two kind of big projects that are wrapping up. And Mm -hmm. so I've just been kind of, all my free time is going into these two uh, client projects that are, that are happening. uh, I don't think it's called free time. If it's going into client work. Well, not it's free for me. <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, any, any of my time that yeah, I want to yes. sit at my all desk, of my extra time, all my time that I want to sit at my desk um, is going mostly into that. So those should launch though. Um, by the end of this, well, that's next week. You know, within a few weeks, these two projects, um, Pretty, pretty cool projects. Uh, one's nice. the claw. I told the you claw. about the claw. I, every time you say it, I think of Jim Carrey and Liar Liar, I think. Oh, is where that where they're like, from? Where he's like, claw. I think so. The claw. Yeah, it's like his yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty neat. Um, and then the other project I'm working on is actually, I can't, I'm going to be like you. I can't really talk about it. Ah, nice, yeah. Uh, it's, for, um, it's for Stripe. Um, 
they're coming out with a new thing. That's all I can say. You're working so. with Stripe on something? I'm, um, well, I'm working with a client that's working with, like, oh, okay, we're all okay. working with Stripe. Um, just some people from Stripe that are launching this new thing that Stripe is launching. Okay. But you're and working on client, something that Stripe owns. Yes. That, okay. That Stripe owns. Um, Stripe is trying to go public, I feel. And so all I'm going to say is if you go public, you need a, you need to be a platform in the tech world is what I've kind of learned. What does that mean? Be a yeah. Platform. What does that mean? Well, uh, Shopify is a platform, right? Uh, we are. Slack's yeah. a platform. Right? Well, so platform in the sense that meaning, uh, there's an app us? marketplace. Maybe? There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, maybe it's a little said too much, but, um, yep, give it away. <laughs> We're gonna... Stripe is working on some stuff. Uh, you'll probably hear about it in uh, the summer, but yeah, that's been a fun project. Um, both of those projects are actually GraphQL related. So I've been doing like you a lot of GraphQL ones in Ruby and ones in, uh, Elixir. So, Oh, fun. dude, Elixir's absinthe is 1000 times, 1000 times better than the Ruby stuff. Um, but it's the Ruby stuff is also pretty sweet. So, I mean, it's good. Like I, it's good. I, I think I've told this story a bunch of times, but like I built a GraphQL, like a full GraphQL API to like everything we needed inside of us, like the square mouth project that we spent a year building. I built the entire GraphQL API and an afternoon, like the whole thing, like the document. Yeah. Everything. And- everything. Like. Yeah, and the thing it with, was amazing, um, and that was me learning yeah. GraphQL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the thing with like the Ruby GraphQL and the Phoenix, I think, does a little bit better job. But everything is kind of configurable. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many like little entry points to like, if you want to create a new type or you want to change the type after it's um, decided what that type is, or mm-hmm. like, there's all these like little entry points into the into the flow of GraphQL. It's pretty pretty sweet. Nice. Um, so yeah, those are those are the things I've been working on, man. I went snowmobiling. Ooh, fun! That was my first like winter trip. Never really did. Oh like, right, the, yeah. You did? Where did you go? Upper Peninsula? Yeah, no, not that far. Uh, Cadillac, Michigan, oh. which is like near Boyne, classy near Traverse City. Traverse. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, the thing that sucked though is got it was all ice, so like. Dude, just going like down the trails were just, I don't know if you've ever been snowmobiling, but it's kind of like riding a jet ski on snow. Okay. Gotcha. Except yeah, the no. problem is you don't have open water on both sides. You have like trees that can kill you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and ditches that you can fall into. And uh-huh. um, yeah, my brother's best friend in like when he was shortly out of high school died from snowmobiling. They went. I could see how you went into like they went into a ditch that they didn't know was there. Like the snow was really deep, and so it went down. He like hit the embankment. Like the handlebars hit his chest, and he like just bled to death internally. And I'm like, that was enough for me to go. I'm never going to go snowmobiling. Probably. I'm glad you didn't tell me that story before. Yeah, right. That would probably uh, ruined it for you. But yeah, that's. I mean, it was fun. It's just I wish I could have went faster. So it was like me and my wife. Uh, we're on one and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were on another one and they, we had like kind of two ups. So they had like nice, do they have like hand heaters now, mm. butt heaters. Fancy. Like it's all fancy now. doesn't smell and stink like gas. Anyway, that was fun. Nice. That was fun. 
Did you, I, I don't, I don't think I ever asked you about this, but it seems like something that'd be right up your alley. Did you buy your kids a, a Tesla quad or whatever? <laughs> uh, I did not because it's overpriced and it only goes like 15 miles an hour, maybe something like eight miles an hour. It's for kids, but it's $2,000. That's a safety like, feature. If it's, yeah, they, well, they, he should add ludicrous speed to it and make it go 20. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's a, that's a patch later on. It's just a firmware, yeah, you know, right. just software upgrade. They're like, let them, let it rip, you know, tee it up. Yeah. So yeah, every day he's making it harder for me to keep my, uh, cyber truck. Uh, that's supposed to come out in 2020. What do you mean? He's making it harder for you to keep just your cyber truck. stupid shit that he does. He's an idiot. Stupid ass Elon Musk, but he's the richest idiot. He, well, exactly. See? That's See? It seems like I don't ever want to be that rich because it seems like it makes <laughs> everybody a complete idiot. Anyway, um, yeah, I did see that. Uh, I'm still uh, Super Seventy Three. Still has not released. Told me what uh, new bike they're coming out with. So I'm still waiting to get my new bike for next year. <laughs> Wait, um, but you, you still have one, right? Yeah, but I want to go faster. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So my next, my next one goes about the next one that I'm going to get is going to go about, it goes about 40, 50, 60, depending on what you do with it. It's basically a dirt bike to be honest. Yeah. I'm just going to say like, you're booking it at that point. Yeah. It's a motorcycle yeah. if it goes like It's a 60. motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Right? You don't, except there's a loophole there. You don't really have to <laughs> register it, insure it, <laughs> put a license plate on it. Uh, uh, techni- technically you do, but you don't. Um, so yeah, if, uh, but the rumor is super 73 is supposed to come out with a new bike. That's supposed to be faster. So I want to wait to see what they come out with before I order this other one. And they were supposed to release it at uh, CES, mm-hmm. but they, uh, they didn't go to CES cause of the, cause of the COVID gotcha. stuff. And then they are like, well, we'll, we'll just announce it some other time in the future. I'm just excited for when they send you a second one out of the blue next time. Dude. And you can just ship it down here, man. I'll come up, I'll drive it all 60 mile an hour of it back down to Fort Wayne. It'll be great. (laughs) All right, man. Dill. I mean, I won't pay for it, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to keep it. I don't want that karma. I give away that karma. (laughs) So cool, man. All right. Well, Well, Hey, we did it. We recorded another one. And we, we will talk in two weeks. Uh, we will probably have a scheduling thing come up sometime soon because I don't know if you're doing anything for spring break, but we're going to be going to Florida. Oh, I'm going um, to Florida. Nice. We'll record in Florida. Where are you going? What, when's your spring break? Uh, well, we don't really have kids that are in spring break stuff. Oh, yeah, so like, that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're going from the 19th to the 26th of March. I'm going a month after you. I'm going April 14th to april 19th okay so no tampa tampa gotcha where are you guys going oh man i heard i should tell you this we're going to st pete's Pete's beach clearwater beach yeah but flying in tampa so this is a little side tangent i guess i told you the story about my uber experience in st pete like last time i was down Mm, there no oh maybe it's maybe it's not appropriate for a podcast so i might just have to tell you after we finish recording but uh it was it's interesting times for sure but okay cool florida is always gonna surprise you man yeah florida men Woo, florida (laughs) florida Um, people all right man well i will talk to you in two weeks later all right man